This is a little bit different than we typically do. Because normally we interview professors, you know, people that are supposed to have their lives together. And now we're interviewing like students. Okay. To kind of get their perception on a few different things. Could you please say your name? Sam Cummings. Adam Reutstein. Dick Henderson. Rachel Maurer. Casey Steven Van Smackron. My name is Rifty. And what is your major? Marketing and real estate. Econ, but if I get in the business school, it's gonna be finance and real estate. I'm a finance major. I'm finance and risk management. Finance and real estate. Marketing and supply chain management. As Lucas said, this episode is a little different. We held six student interviews to help us put a finger on the pulse of the student body and to see what actual students think about the topics we talk about with professors. In the first half, we asked them if they have it all figured out, how far they personally are in that process, who's helped them get there, and how they chose the path that they're on. It's fascinating to learn about the wide array of ways that people use to orient themselves on life's path. In the second part, we take a deep dive into the practical advice that these students have regarding figuring it all out, along with some influential quotes and mantras. It's a motivating episode, and I hope you enjoy it. At this point in your college career, do you think that you should have it figured out what you want to do? I feel that there's this expectation that I should know what I want to do for sure. And I really don't. Like, the job that I'm going to next year is the job I accepted because I thought it would be the most challenging and something different than what I'd done before. But if, it's, if you're asking if it's like what I've always dreamed of, definitely not. And I feel like I don't fully know yet what I'm supposed to do. And then I'll only learn that through experiences. Uh, there's half of me that thinks I should, but there's, there's like there's another part of me that says I'm still like exploring the career paths that finance and real estate has to take. What it's does that of, exploration look like? More or less like taking classes and just seeing what the different fields are, uh, going to like different speaker events, uh, getting involved in like some of the clubs and like talking to other upperclassmen that like have experience in those fields. Do you know what you want to do? Like as far as like growing up and stuff? Yeah, when you grow up. Um, you when you grow up? Yeah, so I want to look into management consulting out of school, um, but I want to do that for a few years and then make a switch to um, brand management, so. Interesting. So it sounds like you got it all figured out. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't figured out what I want to do. I don't have figured out how I'm going to get there just yet, so. That is... The all-time question, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but I know like that I want to figure out what I want to do. So after school, I'm going into a rotational program um, where I get to do four different six-month rotations. So I'm hoping that'll help me figure out and kind of limit down what it is I want to do. That's awesome. That's a super good way to kind of like figure things out. Do you feel like you have it figured out, like, looking forward towards your career? No, because I'm still, like, not sure if, like, I like marketing or, like, supply chain, and I mm -hmm. keep, like, going back and forth, and, like, when I'm applying to jobs, I'm, like, I'll apply to both just to be on the safe side, because I haven't had any experience in supply chain. I've, like, done, like, digital marketing, so I know, like, a little bit of marketing, but, like, supply chain, I don't know how it is, like, when you're actually doing it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna, like, explore and see, like, what I like. I'd like to go out east, live in New York for a little bit, and either work on Wall Street or in uh, commercial real estate. How did you come up with that or figure that out? Coming into my sophomore year, I had no clue what I wanted to do with my life, and I just knew I wanted to, you know, live in a big city and make a lot of money, 
and I didn't really have any interests. And then I took a class here called the Real Estate 306, and it kind of exposed me some financial concepts that I had never seen before, and I liked it. And then I joined Real Estate Club, and I liked that too. And I went to the career fair, and I liked that too. So you sort of found a little bit more direction in this job that you're going towards. What company is it with? Uh, Dell Technologies. Oh, cool. So like Dell Computers? Yes. Like that sort of stuff. Wow. Yes. Have there been any influences in your life so far that sort of put you on this direction towards Dell? Yeah, actually, one of the recruiters... Um, so I, I was in Finance and Investment Society, and I actually saw them come in and speak freshman year. I was way too shy to go up and talk to them, but I was like, this sounds like a dope program. I definitely could see myself working there. Um, and then they came back sophomore year, and I got the nerve to go up and talk to them after. Um, and one of the lead recruiter really stuck out to me, and I could just tell, like, if a person like him was working there, it's a place I could see myself being, and I'm big on people. So that was a big thing to me, and the flexibility of the rotation program really stuck out to me. Do you know the UBC yeah. club? So I got a mentor, Rena Van Kuen, and so she is in. She's based in um, San Francisco now, and she has her own fitness company. But earlier, she like worked with Google and all these like big companies. So mm -hmm. she's had experience with like supply chain and marketing. She's been a huge guide for me, like to help in like applying jobs and like she just like tells me about like her experience. So it's that's why one of the more reasons like why I got fascinated about it because she was also like in supply chain and now that she has her own business she has to sort of manage like a lot of things the marketing of it or getting people like the supply chain so like just talking to her like I think it like, got me interested like that's like mm -hmm. I think a tactic is probably like to speak with people who are actually doing that work I think because like if they're doing it and they're really enjoying it you just feel like that passion that like they're having fun at that job right now and like not just doing it because like they have to have a job right so like that like I feel like talking to people is like one thing that I try to do. I do feel this like underlying pressure that we should know what we want to do. Where do you think that comes from? That like underlying pressure? I don't know if it's from the constant questioning from every person older than me at any social event asking what are you doing after this? What's <laughs> your plan? Do you know what you want to do? I don't know if it's from that. I don't necessarily feel like my professors are pressuring me and I don't feel like my parents specifically are pressuring me. So I would say it probably just comes from the constant questioning at a social event, which when I step back and think about it, I remind myself that most people asking questions at casual social events are simply asking questions to fill the conversation and so maybe I shouldn't take it so seriously but it feels like it's this pressure from an array of people older than me. So then coming through school like I didn't know what I wanted to do but I knew Hannah did business so I'm like maybe I'll just do business because I want to be a doctor coming into like my course registration. Oh, wow. oh interesting. Yeah and like I did a whole like kind of volunteer internship my senior year of high school but then I was like oh I don't know if I want to be a doctor. <laughs> so I got here and like I looked at my mom and was like I don't want to be a doctor and she goes well what are you going to do and I go well Hannah liked business and like I think I could find myself in that. And then I just kind of took it a course at a time and finally found what I wanted to do. So, Sounds like a good systematic way to approach it. Yeah. And I've heard that getting into the place of business of what you think that you want to do mm -hmm. and actually trying it can be a great way to experience yeah. that that might not be what you want to do. Absolutely. You know? like, and at least, like, even if it's not something you want to do, 
at least you've put that effort in to figure out that you for sure don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's one thing I'm very happy about with being with choosing not to be like become a doctor mm -hmm. is I still went through that whole process and figured out what it's like and figured out different career opportunities because then I got the whole scope of everything and that's when I was able to make my like most educated decision which was I'm never going to be a doctor. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> My grandfather, he's actually a marketing professor. So when I was a kid, he sort of used to like tell me about like things he's doing and things he's teaching. So it just got me interested in it. And so I just like, I'm coming to college, like I'll just try a new major because I wanted to do business. Mm -hmm. And then I actually took this class called OTM 421. I don't know if you've taken it, but it's like they do a simulation in it, which was very interesting to me. And then I was like, I might as well like try OTM as a major. And then they came up with the new supply chain major. Right. So I was like, I'll do that because that's like interesting. And like all my supply chain classes that I've taken, like now I feel are more interesting than like the marketing classes. So I might just like change my focus, but I just like really like my like OTM classes now. At what point in college do you think you personally should have it figured out? I would say probably by the start of your second semester, your sophomore year, because by that time you're pretty deep credit-wise and it's hard to change majors. That being said, don't just pick something because you're at your sophomore year. Make sure it's something you want to do for the rest of your life. Figuring out exactly what you want to do would probably be like something like even after school, you might get like a change of thoughts or a change of plans. There's never going to be a time where it's all figured out. That's just not how life works. Like, I'm definitely more figured out than I was sophomore year, but you're always, there's always something to be working on and to be going towards. There's, you can't just have it all figured out. How do you think your major relates to your job that you've accepted? So, or does it relate at all? Real estate does not relate, but I enjoyed the program and that's why I did that major. Marketing relates to it. Um, my position is a sales and marketing rotational associate and I will be doing marketing for investments question mark. <laughs> so it, it will be interesting for me to figure out how I am marketing an intangible product to someone. So that's kind of how it relates to marketing and I'm also tying in some analytics that I learn in like my market research classes. Mm -hmm. Is there a piece of advice? Do you have any advice or any advice that you have? Is there any advice that you've learned throughout your college career that you'd like to, that you would tell a random student who might be coming up and is stressed out about these things? Life is not linear. You know, the first few years of your career are for building your network and skills and like even for now, like you're trying to develop a skill set now and um, nothing else besides building your skill set is important and I don't go out a ton uh, just because I'm trying to put myself in the best situation possible post-graduation. A quote that I try to live by is, it is what it is, which I think some people hear that and think like, once you just don't care about anything, like you just let it be. Um, but the way I look at that is there's things you control and there's things you can't. And so many people worry and stress about unnecessary things that they just have no control over. So just let it be and like move on, worry about what you can handle. And there's just so many unnecessary things people worry about.
I think like coming out of your comfort zone is like a huge thing because a lot of the times when we're coming to a different college, we're meeting so many new people. And I think like coming out of your comfort zone and sort of trying to meet new people, different people, I think like that's very helpful in like saying yes to plans. Like mm-hmm. you might like know that it could it could be like something that you don't want to do at all. But it, you know, if could like like I said, you know, just do it. Like what if like something good turns out of it and you have a lot of fun or you make such good connections because I think that like you get happiness out of like making like actual real relationships friends you know having like deeper bonds than rather than just like going out but I feel like if you say yes to more things like there's more possibility for that happening yeah mm-hmm. to, to learn how things are and to learn if you like them or not you actually have to try them mm-hmm. and you won't know if it's out of your comfort zone unless you mm-hmm. really put your mind to it so yeah. that's a huge that's a huge part of it mm-hmm. I would just say the biggest thing that I had to learn in college was that in order for you to be the best version of yourself, most productive version of yourself as well, is that you need to nourish all parts of your life. So friendships, social life, um, school, and then if it's working out for you, if it's reading for you, if it's doing a podcast for you, nourish all of those areas instead of putting so much pressure on yourself in school because you will actually, I know a lot of my senior friends have said, we get better grades when we nourish all those areas of our life and feel most complete approaching school versus just focusing on school and only valuing putting our value in our schoolwork and our grades and I had to learn that kind of early on when I was not getting the grades I wanted but still not having the fun that I wanted I agree it's definitely a balance Mm -hmm. you need to go out and have fun every once in a while yeah like you can't just focus on grades because it's such a lonely like it is a lonely cycle (sighs) Be at peace with yourself and accept yourself, I feel like is another good thing, because if you don't, if you don't, like, accept yourself for who you are, it's, yeah, it, it could just go down to a down, downhill spiral. Do you think that you've accepted yourself? Like, do you think that you're in touch with who you are? <clears throat> I think I'm getting there. I'm not, I'm not quite there yet. I notice complete shifts in my behavior and my outlook on life, depending on how motivated I'm feeling in the moment, and if I'm really motivated to do something... I'll do it and I'll be happy about it, even if it sucks. And if I'm in a bad mood, there's no chance that I'm going to want to do it. So try to find the things that trigger that motivation, the things that when they happen to you or when you have, maybe it's a social interaction, maybe it's a certain type of post that you see on social media. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a song that you like. Find those things that give you that motivation to do something collect them all together, write them down, and then focus on those whenever you're feeling down. Because being able to pull yourself out of a rut as quickly as possible is important for keeping your general happiness up. People always think of motivation as something that gets up and makes you do something. I was reading a book and I just remember this line, it was, action is not the effect of motivation, it's also the cause of it. Mm. So it's like, you get up and just start doing it, you're going to be more motivated to complete it. I encourage people to go out, hang out with friends, go out and go to the museum. Go Find things to do that aren't at a bar. Not many people take advantage of being on campus with all of your friends. And I feel like that's something that I've really tried to do is just like have more coffee dates. Get involved as much as you can, whatever that may be and it doesn't even necessarily have to be like through UW like if you like music 
do an open mic night somewhere. That's something on my bucket list that I'm trying to do soon. <laughs> um, so many people, I think, get complacent in college about they focus on school and jobs and social life. But there's so much more that you can do, like read cool books, like find a new hobby and just find something that you're passionate about and go for it. This is so random, but delete social media. Unless you're attempting to be an influencer. <laughs> I, I deleted Instagram and Twitter and the Facebook app my freshman year, and I haven't gotten it back, and I feel like it's really forced me to check in with my friends, but it's changed my life and the way I approach my friendships. I don't assume everything's going well based on what they post. Wow, I haven't heard of that. Yeah. Do you suggest that other people do that? I love doing it, yeah. I, I told like three people this year who I found it to be really positive in their life. I hope you like this episode. If you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Twitter, or Instagram at the What Am I Doing Here podcast. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time.